What is up, everybody? Yesterday, Clint talked to you about why you should stop freaking out about A.D. Mitchell. Today, I'm going to talk to you about who it is that's going to make you forget that A.D. Mitchell ever existed. Today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. Clint is uh, unavailable on this Friday, but fear not. I am here to put your minds at ease. Georgia has lost what some have said is the player that they couldn't afford to lose this year in the transfer portal. The The player that everybody sort of in the back of their minds was fearing that they might lose, and now... Um, true to form, Georgia Twitter has officially lost its mind, and um, I'm going to say some things that you're not going to care for. I am going to have some opinions that um, maybe you will like. Maybe we'll bring you some comfort. Maybe they will frustrate you. I'm not really sure, but thanks for being here. If you're new to the podcast, subscribe um, on whatever platform you listen to, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow us or subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Those things really do help. I know maybe you don't have a podcast, and so you don't maybe think about how those things help, but those things really do help, and so thank you so much to everyone who has done that. Get on over to the YouTube as well. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you can give us a thumbs up, comment on this video. All of those things are helpful as well. All right, let's talk about... A.D. Mitchell. I'm not going to rehash what Clint said yesterday. Clint um, got on here yesterday, talked about how A.D. Mitchell is transferring, how everything is going to be fine, how Kirby has things under control, how we can trust in that process, and then Kirby Smart, if if anyone has ever given you any reason to trust them, it is Kirby Smart with this Georgia football team at this moment. I'm not going to rehash any of that. I do want to say one thing as people lose their minds. And I'm not going to get into the damn good dog or not discussion because quite frankly, and you're not going to care for this, I went to the University of Georgia. I am a lifelong Georgia fan. I've been a Georgia fan for longer than a lot of people listening have been alive. Um, I There are bigger things in this world than being a damn good dog. A.D. Mitchell did something for the University of Georgia that you, the listener, have been waiting for someone to do for 40 years some of you your entire lives you have been waiting for someone to do the things that ad mitchell did for the university of georgia and now you are going to quibble about whether or not he deserves a label because he is not going to graduate from the university of georgia many of you listening to this podcast didn't graduate from this university of georgia And the vast majority of you listening to this podcast never contributed on the field to the University of Georgia's football success. And yet we, the fans, feel like we are entitled to throw around this thing. Let me just please stop with all of this nonsense. This 21-year-old young man 
played for Georgia and did incredible things for Georgia. Now he's going to go somewhere else. I don't honestly care what the reason is. He's he's leaving. Do Stetson Bennett also left the program at one point in his career. Uh, there's been lots of players who have left the program for lots of reasons. I'm not saying that you have to enshrine A.D. Mitchell in the Georgia Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that you have to remember him fondly, even. It doesn't even matter. What he did cannot be taken away. The catches that he made in the games that he played in, the biggest games uh, in, in many of our lifetimes that the University of Georgia has ever played in, the catches that he made can never be taken away. And he did all that for us. He did all that for the Georgia Bulldog Nation. Now, that being said, let me be the first to say this is a huge blow to the University of Georgia. This is not a small thing. This is not a a a little deal. This is a significant blow to the University of Georgia. I'm going to talk more um, about why I think we will be fine in the next two segments, but I want to start by saying this is a huge blow to Georgia. Um, uh, so in the next segment, I want to get into uh, some history. I want to do a little argument from history about why Georgia will have no problem. And I'm going to use the phrase no problem replacing A.D. Mitchell. A.D. Mitchell is the best wide receiver on this team. He has been the best wide receiver on this team for two years in a row because George Pickens was injured for the vast majority of last year. He's the best receiver on this team. And I am confidently using the phrase, we will have no problem replacing him at Georgia. That's what I want to get into. I'm going to give some historical arguments. I'm going to give some factual arguments, and I'm going to give some philosophical arguments in case some of you resonate more with ones or the other. And then in the comments, you will all tell me why all of my arguments are foolish and why everything I've said is asinine. But that's we'll just save that for later. For right now, let me talk to you about the fine folks over at Bet Online. Bet Online's your online sportsbook expert, and they are the place that the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast trust to make all of our online wagers. Uh, I saw that um, uh, there's some people are starting to release Heisman odds for next year. You get over to Bet Online, look at that. You can get into Major League Baseball futures. Some Masters futures are starting to come out. You can start in looking at that. You can bet on the NFL playoffs. The divisional round is here. There's four major significant matchups. You can bet on the NBA, even though that is insanity. You can bet on the University of Georgia to bounce back and get a big home win against Vandy on Saturday, even though that Vandy team is good and scares me to death and I don't want to get into it. Bet online is the place to go. Locked on uh, is the promo code. They're going to give you a bonus on your initial deposit when you use that promo code. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's get into some history and talk about why George is going to have no problem replacing A.D. Mitchell. There are more than one way offensively to win a national championship. Here's what I mean by that. Over the last several years, we have seen a, a different approach from several different teams in on their way to winning it all, winning a national championship, hoisting a trophy. We have seen some teams like Georgia last year, like Georgia in 2021, who are who 
offer a more balanced approach. If you look at Georgia's breakdown, they had a lot of guys with more than 25, 30 receptions. They had a lot of guys who uh, who who made a significant impact. Multiple, you know, three, four, five hundred yards receiving a lot of guys. But they did not and have not had. Now, part of this has to do with the fact that George Pickens was hurt in 2021. Or I think we might have seen more of a skewed number. But. In both those years, they did not have, I know Brock Bowers was huge, but you go look at the numbers. He led the team both years in receiving, but it wasn't by an astronomical margin. There wasn't a a massive gap. And then you have teams that have been very star heavy, and I'm talking exclusively about the receiver position because, again, we're talking about A.D. Mitchell. Let me take you back to 2020 Alabama National Championship team the last team to win the national championship. It was a COVID year, so some people are saying it doesn't even count as a national championship. It's hard. I don't know how you feel about that. Some people are saying that that Alabama championship doesn't even count. They haven't even won um, since uh, you know 2017. But regardless, let's look at that 2020 Alabama team. Devontae Smith had 117 receptions on that team. The next closest which was Mechie, had 55 receptions. More than double the second leading receiver. That team had three players with more than 28 receptions. Three players with more than 28 receptions. And Devontae Smith had 117 of them. Okay? That team won a championship. That team blitzed the league and dominated on the offensive side of the ball. 2019 LSU, I think you remember that team. It had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Two of the best receivers in the NFL, period, on the same team. And as you might imagine, they dominated. All right, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, they, they threw it to him out of the backfield quite a bit as well. But those two receivers absolutely dominated in terms of touches, in terms of possessions. Now let's go to 2018 Alabama. That team was much more balanced. 2017 Alabama, Calvin Ridley had four times as many catches as anyone else on the team. Four times as many catches as anyone else on the team. Why am I giving you all of these statistics? Here's the reason. And it's very simple. Georgia has been balanced. Georgia has had the luxury of having many talented weapons. And in segment three, stay tuned. I'm going to tell you how they're going to have many talented weapons on this roster as well. So we have gotten used to seeing a balanced attack for Georgia. But don't let that fool you into thinking that the only way to win a national championship is to have a balanced attack at the receiver position because quite frankly that is not true look at 2019 lsu look at 2020 alabama look at 2017 alabama balanced teams can win 2018 uh alabama uh great team uh 2021 georgia 2022 georgia balanced teams can win But star-heavy teams at the receiver can also win. There's only one football. This is the point that I'm trying to make. There's only one ball 
to throw around out there. Only one player per play is allowed to make a reception. And there's no rule against how many times in a game that one player can make that play. So listen, does losing A.D. Mitchell hurt? Absolutely it does. Will Georgia be able to replace him? Absolutely they will. And there's no reason to say they even have to replace him. There's no reason to say that somebody has to fill in the production that A.D. Mitchell had, which, by the way, this season was nine catches for 150 yards, almost nothing. He happens to be very good in the red zone, and he happens to be very clutch and come up big in the biggest moments for Georgia. I'm taking nothing away from him because he is the best receiver on our team. But Georgia doesn't have to have five or six receivers who are all very good. They don't have to. They they can lean heavily on a few players, and teams have done that and won national championships. Many teams have done that and won national championships. Don't think for one second that if Todd Munkin looks out there and he says, you know what, we need to force feed this guy the ball because this guy is our best guy. And everybody else is not quite up to speed. Everybody else is not quite cutting it. We need to keep getting the ball to these two guys. Todd Munkin is going to do that. We have been balanced because we've had the luxury of being balanced. I think next year we're going to have the luxury of being balanced as well, which we'll get to in segment three. But even if we're not balanced, we don't have to be. We have Brock Bowers. We have Lad McConkie. We have Ra Ra Thomas. We have... Um, uh, we have uh, Dominic Lovett. We have great, talented receivers. And if any one or two of those guys elevate their games and become 1,200, 1,300, 1,400 yard receivers, that doesn't hinder our chances of winning the national championship. We can be just fine with uh, in that system. All right, let's talk in the next segment about players that are coming back and what exactly we mean when we say we have to replace um, uh, A.D. Mitchell. But first, I want to talk to you about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They are delicious. They come in a wide variety of flavors, and we've been telling you about them on this podcast over and over again because we genuinely do think that they are the best-tasting protein bar on planet Earth. I have never once had anyone tell me otherwise who has had a Bilt Bar. Bilt Bars are, they come in a wide variety of flavors. They come in a wide variety of textures. Every single one of them is keto approved and fantastic meal replacement on the go, pre-workout, post-workout, whatever you need. Throw one in your desk drawer. Throw one in your bag on the way to taking kids to basketball practice. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, Built Bar is there. Uh, the orange cream is an absolutely fantastic flavor. The chocolate raspberry, they're made with uh, real chocolate, delicious flavors. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. You can get them at Sam's Club now. I heard you can get them at some sort of like you can get them at walmart now there's just they're all over the place or you can go to built.com enter the promo code locked on 15 for 15 percent off your order that's locked on 15 at built.com the best tasting protein bar on planet earth all right well 
Here's the thing. A.D. Mitchell, loyal third segment listeners, by the way, the 199, welcome to the third segment. This is your time. There's four days left to order the shirts, bonfire.com slash store slash the 199. Maybe three days left by the time this, this pod comes out. If you want a shirt, bonfire.com slash store slash the 199. Um, A.D. Mitchell, best receiver on this team, 100%. People losing their minds that he decides to transfer. And I'm here to tell you on this podcast, as I stated in the first segment, Georgia will have zero difficulty replacing the production of A.D. Mitchell. That is because A.D. Mitchell had nine catches for 150 yards this year. Now, let me talk to you about the games he did not play in. Okay? The games that A.D. Mitchell did not register a reception. To be clear. Did not register a reception in these games. You ready? Georgia scored 48 points, 39 points, 26 points, 42 points, 55 points, 42 points, 27 points, 45 points, 16 points against Kentucky. We threw the ball nine times, I believe, in that game. Uh, Nope, we threw the ball We completed 13 passes in that game. Sorry, 37 points and 50 points. Those were the games that A.D. Mitchell did not play. Now, Kiaris Jackson is gone. Dom Blaylock is gone. And Darnell Washington is gone. But of the receiving core, everybody else is back. So, we got Ladd back. We got Dylan Bell back. We got Marcus Roseme back. We got Arian Smith back. And then, of course, we got Brock Bowers back. We got Oscar Delp back. Plus, all the young guys, Denial and Morissette, Meeks, the guys who have not had a ton of experience who could absolutely step up. Plus, all the freshmen. Plus, the red shirt. And, and then you add Ra Ra Thomas from. Um, uh, Mississippi State, and um, he had 44 catches for 626 yards last year. And then you had Dominic Lovett from Missouri, who was wide receiver one on that team for the good for a good part of the year. I know the freshman kid is electric and dynamic. Dominic Lovett had 56 catches for 846 yards. That finishes second on the team behind Brock Bowers this year. In the last two years, that finishes third behind Brock Bowers two years ago and Brock Bowers this year. 846. You look at the production that Georgia has returning, whether it's production from Georgia's team or production from Missouri's team or production from uh, Mississippi State's team. You look at the production that Georgia has returning at receiver. Now, Darnell Washington, an elite talent, a first-round talent. He is a first-round tight end. And if people don't draft him in the first round, shame on the entire NFL. But Oscar Delp is a better pass catcher than Darnell Washington. And Oscar Delp will have more receiving yards in 2023 than Darnell Washington had in 2022. Part of that, I will admit, is frustrating because I wish we had used Darnell in the passing game more. Georgia will struggle 
in blocking and perimeter blocking without Darnell Washington. We absolutely will struggle next year. That's something Clint and I will get to. But the tight end position should be more prolific in terms of its pass catching ability next season. The wide receiver position will be more prolific in terms of its pass catching numbers in 2023 than it is in 2022. And yet, people are losing their minds and telling me that Georgia will never replace a guy like A.D. Mitchell. We already did replace a guy like A.D. Mitchell. We replaced him with two guys, plus a million guys coming back. I am so confused by this narrative. Georgia will have to find somewhere to go in the red zone and in the end zone. That is absolutely true. A.D. Mitchell provided something in those moments. And then Georgia needs a dude, a guy to step up at receiver who says, when the game is on the line and the moment is the biggest, I'm going to be the guy that goes and gets open and gets the ball. That was A.D. Mitchell. He had a swagger and a confidence to him that Georgia has, I, I haven't seen out of any of the people Georgia currently has. Somebody needs to emerge. Maybe that will be Ra-Ra Thomas or Dominic Lovett. Maybe it will be a guy like Marcus Rosemi. Maybe it will be a guy like um, Dylan Bell. I think we saw flashes of that. Or maybe, not really his personality, maybe you'll see some of that out of Brock Bowers, who is obviously the most physically gifted and dominant receiver that Georgia has ever had in the history of the program. Georgia's going to be fine at wide receiver, and there are so many reasons why, but I'll go back to the most important one. There's only one ball, and there's only one pass catcher per play allowed. Georgia's got plenty of options, and all of them are more than capable of doing the things that A.D. Mitchell did. Do I hate it that he's gone? Absolutely. Do I wish he were playing at Georgia again? Absolutely, I do. Do I understand why you would leave Georgia and go to Texas? I do not. And just to be clear, you can leave it in the comments if you want. I don't care about the reason. I don't care. I don't care about what people think. I don't care about if he comes out and says the reason that he transferred. I'll be interested in that. I do not care about your speculation. I do not care about what your insider or your guru told you. I just want to think about all of the weapons that Todd Munkin and this Georgia offense have for next season. And I would much rather get my bucket and worry about who the quarterback is going to be and how the quarterback is going to play than I would worry about A.D. Mitchell and how few yards he's going to have at Texas next year. None of that matters to me. Georgia's Georgia's just fine. And Georgia is the reigning national champion, the reigning back-to-back national champion. So Georgia fans, take a deep breath and enjoy it because we out here. All right. Uh, This has been Lockdown Bulldogs. Hope you have a great weekend. And Clint and I will be back next week with tons more on this Georgia football team. See you then.